at no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Welcome to the Author Brand Show, folks. This is your host, Doug Crow. I've got a very special guest on today. All my guests are special, but this one is extra special. No, I can't say that. I've all, I've all said that, too. Let's just get right to it. Uh, this guest, is uh, she's earned her BFA in fashion design. She started working um, on the business side of fashion in New York City during almost a decade in the garment production, costume design. She decided to break into the styling industry and attended the School of Style in Manhattan. And she boasts an impressive client list, including celebrities, television networks, ad agencies, photographers, magazines. She's also frequently invited to give presentations to major corporations looking to polish her staff's professional image. So while all of her work is rewarding, she really enjoys nothing more than helping someone improve their image. And she transforms lives through individual, personal styling, and leading clients through her step-by-step process. So catch her on her Fashion Crimes podcast. Hopefully I'm not on the fashion crime list. Um, it's on Spotify, iTunes, Apple, Radio Public, um, and her fashion partner in crime, they spill the tea on industry secrets, call out fashion criminals, and interview top influencers and guests that shape up the fashion world today. Holly Katz, folk. Holly Katz Styling, welcome to the show. Holly, how are you today? Hey, thank you. How are you? Doing great, thank you. Fashion crimes. Man, I've been accused of that multiple times in my life by uh, my son, my roommate, but my, my fiance is cleaning me up. She's got me, you know, getting a little better. Um, so this fashion industry is very interesting to me because there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, say, Hey, your character is more important, but I'm pretty sure first impressions are still a thing, right? Absolutely. It's still yeah. a thing. I mean, when I do corporate styling presentations, the first thing I say yeah. is society is superficial, whether you like it or not, or whether you believe it or not. Yeah. And I, you know, is there, is there some things that we can share with the audience today, like the bullet points of what they're going to learn today on our show? What can, what can they uh, take notes today on yeah. how they can become better? Yeah. I mean, it's why fashion matters, why it should be important to you. And if it isn't important to you, how it can be important to you, how it can affect your life and how you can do something today. This absolute second to change your life for the better not wasting time or reading a hundred books or going out and buying all new clothes or losing weight it's what you can do today and and people don't believe it until they actually do it wow i can't wait to hear that one say that one for the end it's something that you can do today that yeah. can change your life right this second right now for the right. better without reading books, taking a course, yeah. spending a lot of money, losing weight. It's something you could do right now. Right. Okay. We'll, we'll get to that one. Um, what I want to ask you a question about, this has been a, a strange question, but I've, I've seen a lot in the, in the speaker industry and, and, and marketing and whatnot. It's people that need us. They want to stand out, right? They, Hey, I'm going to stand out. My brand is I wear like loud shoes or I wear like a yellow jacket all the time. And people who stand out, but it seems like they're sort of like a clown. Does that work for people trying to like be noticed because they are the Steve Jobs turtleneck guy? It, 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 style is subjective. Okay. I just mm. want to start out by saying that there is no magic pill 
There is no one pair of shoes. People ask me all the time, well, what, what brand should I buy? There are no magic brands. Yeah. It's about discovering the who, what, when, why, and where of you today. Not 10 pounds from now, not 20 years ago, not yeah. it's today. And that is the hardest thing for people to do is to take a look in the mirror and say, oh my God, I'm 48 years old. Yeah. I've done this. I haven't done that. You know, how can I get my image to work for me instead of against yeah. me? People yeah. think they're being cute by dyeing their hair blue or they're wearing this type of thing or that type of thing. It might work, but it, it's not the end all be all. And it's certainly not the answer. Yeah, it, it seems a little, a little faddish, but if it works, you know, I'm just curious about that. Um, so when it comes to styling people in, in business, let's start with those people. Those are a lot of people, our listeners here. Um, is there a, a specific, um, I don't know, I keep looking, I mean, my, in my case, I don't like wearing ties. So uh, thankfully in the past 10 years, you know, I don't need to anymore. It's, it's been acceptable for business leaders to not wear a tie because I'm not in the banking industry. Is that, um, is that important to people? Is that important to our audience? Let, let, let me, let me help you out. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. People don't know what business casual means. They have no idea. So forget COVID. Let's talk about before COVID, okay, sure. in life. People were confused anyway on what business casual is because yeah. people are grasping at straws, guessing on maybe this is okay. Maybe this is, well, my, my office is really casual. Well, my boss looks bad. So how do I know what I'm supposed to wear? And mm -hmm. it, it's just the blind leading the blind, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. T-shirts, active wear golf pants. None of that is business casual. Mm -hmm. But if you work for an engineering firm, if you wear khaki pants and a collared shirt, like a polo, that yeah. might be acceptable. Right. It just really depends on your office environment and what mm -hmm. the vibe is. Yeah. People in creative, they can have tattoos up to their eyebrows. You know, it's expected. It, it's kind of, it's just different. But I will lead off by saying this. If you are the boss, if you have people underneath you, you are the one that has to be the example for your team mm. to follow. Because if you look bad, they're going to look bad. And yeah. I'm talking like it gets very dicey because people are like, you're hurting their feelings. You're hurting my feelings. It's not about saving your feelings. It's about having a cold, hard truth for someone above you to say, you're in X industry. You work for me. What your image, uh -huh. your image does not serve you here, right? Let's figure out what you can do to increase your self-confidence and actually make your image work for you so you're not struggling. I can tell that you're struggling. What are you struggling with? What And I call it, what's your block, right? Is it a financial block, which is 99.999% of America. They don't really? want to spend money on clothes. They think mm. it's expense, too expensive. They don't understand why clothes are priced the way they're priced. They don't get that. Fine. So they don't see the value in it. So you might, and I'm totally throwing you under the bus using you as an example. If you only wear black t-shirts, that's fine. And in your business, that might be okay. But if every single person that worked for you had 12 people working for you in your office, they all wore the same thing. You'd be like, dude, don't copy me. 
right? That develop your own style, but yeah. you are not equipped to show people how to do that. No offense, but that is not where your skill set is. Right. And that is why I complete corporate styling presentations for companies to just mm. give them major guidelines. This is business casual. This is not. This is okay. This is not. And I want to be very clear about something. Fashion mm. is not you're bad, you're ugly, you're pretty, you're rich, you're poor, you're skinny, nice. you're fat. Yeah. It has nothing to do with that. And people say, well, easy for you to say, blah, 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 blah. Well, it's not. It, it's the same thing like you're telling people how to help their career. It's sure. not you have to have a million dollars to have an amazing career or write a book or do anything like that. It mm -hmm. takes very little effort to look like you're trying. And if you don't look like you're trying, people notice. Yeah, good point. What's the um, what's the uh, um, biggest success story you've had where you transform someone from, you know, schleppy to a professional? I have a lot of success stories, but right. the the one that stands out in my mind the most is, which is actually in my podcast series called Client Confessions, where I'm interviewing right. women that I have worked with previously. And when you wear scrubs, she's a labor and delivery nurse. And so when you're wearing scrubs, and I don't know anything about being a doctor or a nurse, you're working 12 hour shifts. Sometimes you're working yeah. a 24 hour shift. Yep. And, you know, all you're trying to do is just stay awake. And she had hired me. I cleaned out her closet. We went shopping and she was fighting me on a couple of things that I wanted her to buy. And she said, you don't understand. My life is chaos. My kids are little. I'm getting dirty. I don't need expensive clothes. I don't need, you know, dresses and dressy things. Well, of course I won. Duh. And she ended up buying these three dresses that I wanted her to get. Well, the very next week she called me and she said, yeah, remember that flower dress with the tears? I said, yeah. And she said, yeah, I just won the most prestigious award in my hospital. Nice. And I just found out today, the thing is this Friday, I'm going to wear that dress. I would be dying right now if I would have had to find a dress in four days with two kids and I have two 12-hour shifts ahead of me. And the thing is that like, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, what am I, like, yeah, how am I supposed to go shopping? She's like, I cannot believe that A, this happened, and B, I don't have to freak out about something to wear. I said, when you set the intention in your closet, mm -hmm. the universe will rise up to meet you. Totally believe that. Absolutely. That's great. Um, and what about um, like uh, I don't know, I, I don't be negative, but like a big fail, like something you just couldn't fix or anything with somebody? Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's whether people get the message or they don't. I've right. taken people shopping before. Sometimes it's not enough. Sometimes, I mean, I am straight up like a therapist. I mean, 100%. I get tears. I get yelling. I get anger. I get all that because it's what is left behind that you're not facing that all of a sudden, this is how it's coming out right? Mm -hmm. So when something is happening at home or happening internally and you give up or you don't care anymore or you stop wearing makeup or what, it, it could be a list of things. There is something going on that's triggering that. Yeah. And so sometimes I do style people and take them shopping. Yeah, uh, they have new clothes, but they still don't get it. 
they don't, they don't carry themselves the same way energetically that, that or it's not enough for them they need more they need more hand holding they no. need more understanding they they still can't pack their own suitcase they still can't you know uh, there's just a lot of things i wouldn't say a fail it's just some people need a lot more guidance than others a lot and i always say to women and when i say women i mean men too it's just nor i, I style men but i'd style mostly women if i hold a gun to your head and told you to pick an outfit you could pick an outfit you're not colorblind okay yeah that's that's not people's problems people's problem is the lack of education in the retail business today that mm. they walk into a store and they're so overwhelmed and confused that they give up a they don't even try they try on two yeah. pairs of pants and they leave or they think they look at they only shop for price which i have a that is a whole nother podcast talking yeah. about shopping forward versus shopping backward but right. it's it's just important for people to understand let's talk about you it's okay, okay. you don't know what you don't know this is not what you're supposed to know okay you're a grown man you're supposed to know egg b c d e right nowhere in that list does it say you have to be this fashion professional like unbelievable like rock star at your age and know how to develop your style and evolve your style with your age mm -hmm. you need help most people need help the same way i don't know how to do your job why should you know how to do my job right yep. and so people are so deathly afraid to ask for help or reach out to a professional like me you know outside of that realm and say i you know i'm like a diet co coach i'm like a personal mm -hmm. trainer i'm like somebody who comes to clean your house i can clean my own house a thousand times over. i don't want to do it right. <laughs> i don't Right. I don't want to do it. I have hired uh -huh. a professional who tells me what to do. That right. is how I coach people. It's, it's right. the same way. P.S. I would like to add that I'm a trainer with a trainer. I'm a stylist with a stylist. I have a stylist. I wow. have my my stylist is a celebrity stylist because he has a different group of clients and works with different genres of fashion that I'm not as yeah. familiar with. And he's like, girl, no or yes, or you need this, or you need that type of, because I need help just as much as the next, I know a lot, but I don't know everything. And so it's, that helps me and in turn, it helps me with my clients as yeah, well. It's, it's very, it's very common. There's a lot of guys and gals in the market industry that hire other marketing firms to help them out because I'm really good helping other clients. When I look at my own stuff, it's a little bit like the shoemaker's kid thing. I'm like, ah, oh, I need help. Yeah, so, it's so. like a business coach with a coach. Yeah. There's yeah. no shame in that. There's nothing wrong with that. And so, yeah. you know, yeah. people come to me, they, you know, there's two kinds of people that come to me. They're being pushed. They're turning 50. They're getting divorced. They had yeah. a baby late in life. They're starting a new job. They're moving tomorrow. What are mm -hmm. I going to do? Or there's people who've been thinking about it for 10 years and they're and they have laid themselves on the railroad tracks and they're like do me I, i'm done i'll do whatever you say i don't care yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I, i'm just i'm tired of feeling this way and i'm tired of looking like this so mm -hmm. oh boy i got a bunch of questions now i'm thinking of um <laughs> the first one is when you you mentioned something a minute ago it's like there's so many choices i mean almost probably inf infinite choices to do something and people just go for price or what they already know so how do you broach that? How do you say, listen, we need to take a look at your, your personality. What, what parameters do you use to help someone start narrowing down those choices? Before you get there, I want to give you an analogy. Mm -hmm. When you go to the grocery store, 
You don't say, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know what to make for dinner. So I'm not going to eat. <laughs> you figure out a recipe, you buy the ingredients, and then maybe you get a couple other things you don't need. And then you check out, you go home and you make it. Shopping is no different. You have to know what you're shopping for. All of these people that are shopping for price, I will tell you right now, I will have it on my gravestone. You are doing yourself a disservice by doing that. You Mm -hmm. think you're getting a good deal. You think you're getting something on sale. You think you'll find somewhere to wear it. You're not. You're not because you're not shopping with a plan. Mm -hmm. When you shop with a plan and you say, I would love to get a new pair of jeans, you go in and you try on 30 pair of jeans. That's what you do. There is no formula, magic, nothing. You have to do the work the same way that marriages work and businesses work and fashion is work and friendship is work. You don't get to skirt around the details and think that you're doing it right. Or I got this shirt for $12. Don't say that out loud. Okay. Cause you don't know what you're buying. You don't right. know what you're buying and you just flushed $12 down the toilet. And if you don't believe then just, it, I talk to all these women that have clothes in the closet, all these women that still have tags on it, you know, and, and I, another big thing is what I coach people on is relationships within their family, because mm-hmm. it is a domino effect. Cla- claiming the space, and we'll get to the closet clean out in a minute, but claiming the space that you deserve in your own home, okay? Keeping your kids out, keeping your, you know, your stuff separate, giving you a space yeah. where you really enjoy getting dressed is key, okay? And yeah. then doing your laundry, I, you know, I've been to numerous houses. Well, who does the laundry? Well, my daughter's supposed to do it. So you just going to let her not do it? Because that's what you're doing. You know, and I just, I have a very no nonsense attitude I can about tell. taking responsibility for yourself uh-huh. yeah. and the way that you feel about yourself. It's not your daughter's fault. It's not your husband's fault. It's nobody else's fault but you. If you don't feel good about the way you look, there's stuff that you can do today, but stop blaming everybody else and stop t- saying that clothes are too expensive because they're not. That's a fashion therapist. That's another good brand for you. Yeah. What, what what current trends are out there right now that you just find deplorable? That you're like, oh my God, I can't believe this is popular. Well, anything on TV actually right now, but anything clothes, not anything, but like when you look at celebrities, yeah. people need to understand the difference between celebrities and real life. Mm-hmm. Celebrities are extreme. They're out there. They yeah. they dress against the grain. They right. do things to cause attention to themselves and their career. That's their job. Okay. If you are a mom of three and you're in the carpool line and you try to look like a celebrity, you look out of place. That's what comes back to the who, what, when, where, why, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Figuring out what your body type is and what you would like to look like. Then you could look at some trends. There's always trends out there that are terrible. Like the fashion cycle runs on a 20 to 30 year curve. So what was popular in the 90s is now popular. Is it popular for my age group? Hell no. You know, I mean, but you need to know that. Like I can't wear a top up to here and pants down to here. It doesn't it's not conducive to my age group. Just because it's a trend doesn't mean it looks good on you. Right. So, you know, that's another thing that people get so confused about are the trends. Well, what's in style? What are people wearing? Mm -hmm. What people have always worn? 
How do I figure that out? What is your body type? Let's talk about your body type first. Do you have the right bra? Do you have the right undergarments? If you mm -hmm. don't, let's figure that out. It's just like building a recipe. You can't mm -hmm. make a cake if you don't have the eggs or if you don't have the oil. You can't just skirt around that and say, well, I'm just not going to wear a bra. No, boo. No, that's, it's, that's not real life. If you see a celebrity and she's not wearing a bra, that's okay. That's her look. That's not your look. And yeah. so many people try to imitate that. Young people mm -hmm. too. And it, it just... It's just try to be you. Don't try to be somebody else. Try to be you. Okay. So who who is Justin trying to be? The incredible shrinking man or what? <laughs> it is a terrible trend that went so horribly wrong. It's just bad. It, it's just it's in in case you in case you haven't seen in case you haven't seen the image, folks. Justin Bieber went to that the the, uh, the last show. Yeah, the, the Grammys. Grammys with a suit that was about eight sizes too big. It was the sloppiest it, thing. It was funny. It, it was, yeah. it made him look ridiculous and yeah. it backfired. Now, yeah. again, he could wear a trash bag and people will love him anyway. It doesn't matter. And it was a statement. It was the anti-fashion fashion statement, which is an oxymoron, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But again, that's not real life. Yeah. Justin Bieber is not real life, right? The right. people like, you know, supermodels, that's not real life. That's not what real people look like. Okay. Yes. And these supermodels, when they're not working, they look like regular people. Yeah. I mean, that's what people seem to forget, that you know? 110 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So there's one trend I want to ask about, and maybe you just give me your opinion on it because uh, I couldn't believe it. But, um, and sorry to my son if he's watching this one, but he, we went to his sister's wedding and he wore pants that were like floods. They were like, you know, really short, not too short, but I mean, just like, they look like they were a couple inches short. That's a new trend, right? It's not a new trend. It's actually a very old trend. Well, it's back from the fifties. So the suits, you know, were like ankle length in the fifties during surfer time, during the yeah. beach boys, 50s, uh -huh. 60s, 70s. And people wore their pants a little bit shorter. They wore the pant a little bit slimmer. I'm talking about men. Yeah, and now that trend is back. That's all it is. All right. Well, that's not that's 70 years. That's not 30 years. So, I, you know. well, I mean, again, but it, the fashion cycle repeats and then it repeats and then it repeats. All right. How long is so, it going to last? I want to know because I don't. <laughs> I mean, again, it's not for everybody, but, you know, yeah. it'll it's been in for a couple of years now. All right. All right. Good well, for I'm, him for trying. Good for oh, him. No, he's, he's he's very hip. He knows what's, he knows what he's going to be giving me a hard time. He knows, what, <laughs> he, knows what, he knows what's going on like you. So that's all right. Very good. <laughs> No problem. I respect him. He's you know, he's 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 threatened to uh, take me shopping a few times. So we'll see. Um, all right, Holly, I want to hear this. This the big the big takeaway here today before we close out on the things that people can do right now this second to improve their their styling. The very first thing you can do, take a look at the mirror in the mirror and write these five things down. Who you are, where you are in your life today. What is your life phase? What do you need? What do you want? What do you like? What don't you like? Look at pictures. Look at department store websites. Get a little bit of inspiration. I love this dress, but I don't know if I can pull it off. I like this jacket. Is it too expensive? I'm not sure. It doesn't matter. Just write down everything that you like. Go to the store. Raise your hand and say, I'd like someone to help me, please. That's what they're there for. 
okay? At pick a store. There's no right store. There's no wrong store. Pick a store and say, I want to get a new dress. This is where I'm going. This is how old I am. This is what I'm like. Show me what you like. And that's how you create a relationship. That's trying. You cannot walk into a store and expect a magic thing to appear unless you're a really good shopper. Some people I've worked with are like, oh, I used to be a great shopper. And you just have to dust that off. But if people, you're either born with the shopping gene or not. Okay. Mm -hmm. And honey, if you're not, it can be learned. It, it is, it is a skill that can be learned with practice, just like uh -huh. anybody else. But yeah. I will say this, you are not exempt because you don't like to shop because you don't like fashion. People think it's frivolous. Whatever. That doesn't mean you're excused. It just doesn't. So you got to figure it out. I need to have a summer shop for me, I guess. Right. Then that's why you call on the big guns. That's right. right? You have That's clients why, in, in your area or do you service people all over the country or how do you work? I service people all over. I do travel some to people who mm -hmm. want me to be in person. I do style virtually as mm -hmm. well. But of course the big package is styling with me in person. Yeah. And that's where the, you know, you get the most benefit out of it because I yeah. am, I, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not for everybody. Okay. I have a very yeah. strong personality and I crack the whip and I expect the best. I expect you to show up for you. And when you don't show up for you, it means you're not ready. And, and there's nothing wrong with being not ready. Some people right. like to talk about it, but if you're ready, you know, you know, if you're ready. All right. So the last question I want you to say, you know, look in the mirror, say, you know, who you are, your age, what you like, look around things and, and focus on, because people just, like you said, they're randomized. If you actually intentionally look at who you are, what do you say to someone who's like, I really like that look, but my body type doesn't match that. Well, then you have to start at zero, which is, do I have the right bra? When is the last time I've been mm -hmm. fitted for the right bra? Right. I need to go to the store and ask for help. I need to show the picture and say, I want a skirt like this. I want to dress like this and let them do their job. That's why people work in the store. That's yeah. why people work at the oil change place. You don't pull up to the oil change place and they say, okay, ch change your own oil. <laughs> it's the same thing in a store. You mm -hmm. go, you ask for help, and then you try to simulate that look as best you can. If it doesn't look good on you, it doesn't look good on you. You can pick something yeah. else. Got it. Very good. All right. Holly Cat Styling. And tell us a little bit about your podcast. You have fashion. The fat, oh, it's called Fashion Crimes Podcast. Com. Tell us about that. We'll end on that. So what I do is I talk about fashion over 40 and way yeah. over 40. <laughs> I'm 48 years old. Um, and I talk about me. I talk about what's going on in the industry, my place in the industry, how I'm a style expert. I give style tips, tricks, what's on trend, how to buy this, how to buy that. You know, I talk about what's going on in pop culture only when there's like an, an event like the Grammys or yeah. something like that. Mm -hmm. I talk about trickle down effect, how fashion applies to real people, yeah. real people wearing real clothes in the real world. That is my client. That's who I serve best because that's yeah. what I am. I am a real person in the real world that I was given the gift of style. I've been around fashion style and clothes my entire life. My uncle's had stores. My grandfather had a store. My father had a store. My mother is still on the retail floor to this day. Wow. Wow. And, and so I have been around that my whole life. And so I mm -hmm. understand because I worked in garment construction and production, I know how garments are made. I know what things cost. I know what makes something cheap versus expensive. That's why I'm a great shopper. 
So I can, I am armed to help you. Hey, this is your industry. Let's, this is where you live right here. Not over here, not over there. And a lot of people, surprisingly enough, are dressing too old. They're dressing too old because they're like, well, who cares? You know, but you're just not that old. As you see what I'm wearing, I mean, I show a little skin, I whatever, because I feel very confident about my body type and about who I am as a person. Not everybody feels that way. So people think I'm a lot younger because I act a lot younger, let's be honest. And I talk younger. I have younger people around me and I enjoy being this old. I really enjoy it because I look very different from most women my age and I don't mind it. It's not that I'm better. I just dress different and I don't fit the norm. I'm redefining fashion for my age group. I love it. I love it. You know, when it comes to personal brand, we focus on digital, you know, creating a book for people. But when they're speaking, boy, Holly's your person, folks. (laughs) If you want to make sure you have a complete picture of your personal brand, don't ignore your styling. Holly, thank you so much. Any last words of wisdom for us? No, I just want to say I, I, I'm so appreciative and grateful that you had me. But it, it, if you think that style and fashion doesn't apply to you or you're not good enough or you don't have enough money or you're, you're just you're just not, you're telling yourself an, an incorrect truth. It can apply to you. It will apply to you. And it will change your life for the better. Outstanding. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you. Okay, you bet. That concludes our show today. Uh, it was uh, hollycatstyling.com. Check it out. She's got a great podcast, too. Uh, that ends our show for today. I'm the author of Brand Show. Don't forget to uh, tune in below and uh, check out the uh, subscription. You can subscribe and get some free goodies from us. Thank you so much.